Hello and welcome to Rivaled episode 11. I'm Bo. Then we got Jake over there. Say what's up, Jake. What's going on, folks? How are we doing today? <laughs> cool, cool. So we just want to give you a warm welcome. If this is your first time listening or your 100th time listening, just click the like button, subscribe, comment, like, share, all that cool stuff. Um, this is Rivaled Sports Talk, <laughs> where we just talk about sports. Pretty cool. Um, this episode is brought to you by Connor's Computer Repair. They have the best rates around and the best customer service. They're always available to answer your questions, and they've been a tremendous help to us. Uh, go check them out at connorscomputers.com and let them know that we sent you to their website. I'll put it right here, connorscomputers.com. If you're in the Kansas City metro area, and your computer screwed up, let them know. They got you. Cool. So, uh, Jake, I'll yeah, let you. I just want to. I want to hop in real quick uh, to our viewers and to our subscribers. We just want to apologize for the episode on Fresh Face, Fresh Face Friday. We had some technical difficulties. Our recording didn't really go through, so we could not post it either way. But uh, we promise you, we'll bring you a better episode okay. next Friday. Uh, yeah, we, uh, yeah, we, we uh, apologize for the inconvenience. If you look forward to our Friday episodes. All right, Bo, take it away. Cool. All right. So this kind of sucks to start off the podcast like this, but week five, Dak Prescott of the Dallas Cowboys, Sunday, it's a simple quarterback design run play, got tackled, and, you know, if you if you saw it, I bet you looked away, but it was just devastating. Um, Jake, do you think um, – this might be too quick to ask, but do you think Dak can return uh, to be to be the player that he was, you know, going like, – trending towards? Uh, yeah, actually 100% I do. I feel like as much hate and criticism Dak Prescott gets – uh, I do feel like he will come back stronger than ever. You know, it is just a dislocation of the ankle, uh, semi fracture, not a semi fracture. It was definitely yeah. a long break. You yeah, know? but uh, no, uh, I definitely feel like he can come back. Uh, let him, let him get his rest. Let him get it healed. Yeah, um, and they, they'll hopefully award him with something when he comes back. You know, uh, that is the face of the franchise ever since Tony Romo left. You know, but uh, definitely Dak Prescott is a. MVP. Uh, he was I, getting I would, there. He I wouldn't would have won it yeah. this year. He would have got some votes, but it's probably Russell Wilson. Yeah, so I, I will say he's definitely an MVP caliber quarterback in this league. Uh, definitely an elite quarterback who can throw for 500-plus yards. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, no, yeah. I think uh, Andy Dalton will do a solid job as the backup just for this season right now. Dalton's been in the league for 10 years. He was with the low Bengals team, you know. Mm-hmm. But if anything that Andy Dalton can do is go up and be the leader while Dak is gone. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm very confident that Dak will be able to come back and be better than ever. I mean, I'm just thankful that it wasn't, you know, a neck injury or, you know, even like an arm injury, um, you know, because uh, Dak, he he's a mobile quarterback. He can run and stuff. But I think I was telling you before, I think they should just go ahead and scrap all those quarterback runs out of the playbook just to protect him because he's becoming a really good uh, passing uh, quarterback, a pass-first guy. Like, do you remember when Russell Wilson, his first few years in the league, he ran the ball a lot, 
but then his arm talent really caught up and then eventually overtook his uh, mobility and running ability. So now he doesn't really run as much. I mean, he picks his spots when he needs a first down, but I can kind of see it trending in that direction uh, with Dak yeah. having less runs. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. But at the same time, like you said, if you need to pick up a first down and you're, you're like, let's say third and 12, you're not going to run the ball on like third and 12. Mm-hmm. So theoretically, you would want to deep pass, take your defenders into secondaries, whatever, and, and push them more downfield while you're, you have that ability to run. And like you said, Dak is kind of a uh, run quarterback, but right now his arm is progressing to be yeah, able to pass really heavy uh, type quarterback. And so I, I still feel like they should have those deke plays of like the QB draws and stuff like that which can benefit them. But at the same time, why, as a quarterback on the Cowboys, why run when you have Ezekiel Elliott? He can still, like I think you mentioned this earlier, he can still get you those first downs and those chunk yardage plays. So I don't know. I I definitely feel that he shouldn't run as much, kind of like what you said. But I do feel like in certain times, yeah, go ahead and run the ball. Yeah. Well, there will be plenty of time for them to decide – if he's going to run the ball or not, I think now the Cowboys just want to make sure that he's okay. Um, right. not, only, not, only, not only just physically, but mentally too, because, um, you know, there's obviously the rehab that you have to go through uh, when you have such a substantial injur- injury like he did. Um, I mean, he's already been through a lot this year. Um, so, you know, the, the Cowboys, they'll take care of him for sure. Um, but I think, you know, right now for the Dallas Cowboys, their main concern isn't really um, the bigger picture for Dak. It's kind of more just like right now for Mr. Prescott and then also how Andy Dalton can do. Now, how, how, did, how do you think Dalton will do? As, as much of a Cowboys fan that I am not, <laughs> um, I could easily see Dalton. So let, let's say Dalton started week one, right? Just – take Dak Prescott out, right? If Dak got hurt in mid-season or early season, I could see him finishing the team at 6-10. and 10. I don't think that he'll get a winning record. At most, I can see them at 7-9 and nine, or at least 8-8, eight and eight, yeah. but they won't make the playoffs this year. Yeah, I agree. Because the thing is about the Dallas Cowboys is that if we get down, like we have like every game this year, we get down by at least like two touchdowns, we won't be able to come back with Andy Dalton. You know, because we have Prescott, or we did have Prescott, that could throw the ball all over the field, had great um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not not communication, uh, just on the tip of my tongue. Anyway, he just – they get each other. The receivers get each other. They practice with a lot with each other. Um, dang it, that's going to bug me. I don't know what word I was thinking of. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so – um. I mean, Andy Dalton, he was pretty good, but he's, he's honestly, he's one of the worst quarterbacks that still has a job in the league. Um, I don't see him doing very well. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, week 11, we go to that kid from uh, James Madison that we drafted in, like, the sixth round. His name is, like, Ben Demichi Dudabidi, something, something like that. Um, but I, I just think the Dallas Cowboys, the season's a wash. Our defense can stop anybody. Um, one of our best players is out. Um, we're going like four and twelve, five and eleven, something like that. Yeah, at least I was more optimistic and positive about that one. 
<laughs> watch a dude. Watch the Cowboys be like five and eleven and win the division. <laughs> as bad as that division is, I can easily see that. You know how mad as a fan I would be if that happened because we would go from having a top five pick to having like the twentieth pick, just because we made the playoffs. Well, at the end of the day, <laughs> it's still based on the record. No, one through nineteen is record, and then twenty through thirty-two is playoffs. Well, yeah, the one through nineteen is is the record. Yeah, if you don't win it, you'll still be at like maybe right. fifteen, give or take. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Um, moving on, week five review. Who was your biggest takeaway in week five? What game kind of brought you? Out of your seats, we could say. You know, Thomas Edison discovered electricity. That was him, right? Okay. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. He did. This is where I'm going with this. I, not I, the Las Vegas Raiders have discovered how to beat Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I was looking through the stats, and I was like, their stats are really even, except for one. Time of possession, the Las Vegas Raiders had the ball for 35 minutes, 17 seconds. The Kansas City Chiefs had the ball for 24 minutes and 43 seconds. This is not the first time that the Chiefs have lost a game in which the other team dominated the time of possession. That was a common theme last year, and there were very few losses. This, the, I mean, it's simple. You want to beat the Chiefs? Keep Mahomes, Kelsey, Hill, Hardman, the Legion of Zoom off the field. You need long, sustained, methodical drives, uh, good guards up front, good running back, good slot receiver. That's what the Raiders have. Good O-line. Got Rodney Hudson, center, uh, Josh Jacobs, and then Hunter Renfro. All right, what about you? I feel like Hunter Renfro is probably one of, if not the most underrated wide receiver in the league. Um, he is a steal for the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, coming out of Clemson, he, he got looks and touches at Clemson in big plays, and I still feel like he's going to do that for the Vegas Raiders. Derek Carr needs someone to lean on. Uh, when the running game isn't working, I definitely feel like uh, – um, What's his name? Hunter Renfro <laughs> can can provide that. Um, so Wait, I definitely sorry think that, to interrupt, but I have a yeah. question. Do you think that in three years from now we could be looking at Hunter Renfro as uh, like the next Julian Edelman? I personally see him like that now. I, I feel like yeah. Julian Edelman is kind of on his way out of the league, just be getting older. You know, probably in the back of his head thinking about retirement, this and that. Mm -hmm. And I I feel like. Julian Edelman came in this league as a slot receiver, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what Hunter Renfro is. He is the new – I would say new and improved because Julian Edelman has his own track record of just being Julian Edelman, you know? Yeah. So, no, I definitely feel like Hunter Renfro definitely has a couple of years until then. But, yeah, like you said, down the road I could definitely see that for yeah, sure. Yeah, same here. Yeah, he's, he's a baller. My biggest takeaway this week, and this might surprise you just a little bit, it's not a team, but it's a player. Can I guess? 
If you're right, I'm going to hate you for it, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> is it uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick? No. Oh, um, oh, is it Russell Wilson? Nope. Is Not it even Kyle, a quarterback. Kyler Murray? Not even Greg, a quarterback. Greg Zerline? Nope. No. All right, who is it? Chase Claypool. Rookie oh, wide receiver dude from Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. Dude, yes. where the heck is he from? I don't know, but falling. that was a steal for the yeah. Steelers. Rookie wide receiver, four touchdowns in a game that they just steamrolled through the Eagles. That was a great game for, I think, the game of his life for Chase Claypool. Oh, yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna see where he went to college. Chase Claypool. Let's see. Okay, he oh, he went to Notre Dame. Okay. Oh, he's from Canada. Was he undrafted? Oh, no. Okay, he was a second-round pick. But still, I mean, you don't expect second-round picks like that to produce right away. And he's been having yeah. a heck of a season. Yeah, wow. I think definitely, he, uh, definitely a good steal for Mike Tomlin and the Steelers organization. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, did you have any other week five steals? Um, if you could think of one right off the top of your head, who would it be? I player-wise, maybe not necessarily, but I got the Cleveland Browns as another crazy little storyline going on in the league right now. Um, they look great. They look amazing. Um, and it's uh, weird to say because I can't really call them a playoff team yet just because we know the history in Cleveland just has such a hard time just figuring things out towards the end. So, I mean, I'd love to see him succeed, but I just can't. I, I can't see it yet. You know, what What, what about you? What, what are your thoughts on the Browns? Uh, I, I know the stats have gone around. But do you know the last time – do you know who their head coach was the last time they were 4-0? Uh, Bill Belichick, 4-1. and Oh, yeah, Belichick was head coach, right? And Nick Saban oh, was Bel- – 4-1, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, that's crazy. So, I don't know. They. It's been a long time since they were 4-1. I, I, yeah. I could see them doing some damage, but I don't think they're an immediate playoff contender right now. Um, we'll we'll have to see how season plays out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how about Todd Gurley for the um, Atlanta Falcons? I mean, it's been a tough year for Atlanta Falcons fans, but they have to be excited about Todd Gurley. I mean, he averaged 8.6 yards a carry against the Carolina defense. Um, That's insane. Uh, 14 carries, 121 yards. He's currently third in the league in rushing. I was not expecting that because he's he, he battles um what is it arthritis or tendonitis in his knee? Uh, yeah. What do you think about Mr. Gurley so far? I think he's trying to show. Uh, oh shoot, where did he come from? The Rams. I think yeah. he's trying to show the Rams that uh, getting rid of him was a bad move. And so, yeah. I think if you're a Rams exec, you're definitely looking at him down in the land and be like, "Wow, we we let this go." But at the same time, you have a winning team in the Rams, so you can't think too hard about letting uh, Todd Gurley go. Yeah. 
Right. Moving on, uh, we'll shout out LeBron in his fourth ring, fourth MVP, finals MVP in the Lakers title. Props to you, Mr. LeBron. Uh, uh, how, how do you feel? Was this season given to the Lakers, could you say? No, um, not at all. Um, obviously, I kind of and, – and do you mind given to the Lakers? Do you mean like the refs or someone kind of fixed it? Is that what you're trying to ask? I, I wouldn't say the refs fixed it, but the entire basketball world knew that the Lakers were going to win the title. Yeah, they I mean – had that. Yeah, I mean, the Lakers, I mean, they showed up and, you know, they played really well, but the Miami Heat, I mean, they gave the Lakers a run for their money. But when game six came, uh, it, it was never a contest. It was such a – just a – demolishing but still yeah congrats to LeBron as the GOAT conversation with him and Michael you know really kind of starts to uh, you know you know close the gap on that he still needs three more championships or maybe just two uh, because his stats his stats beat him but yeah, oh, yeah what, what talk, to, talk to me when LeBron has six rings I'm sorry yeah right but right. I think we I think we've discussed this before is that it's so hard to put LeBron and Michael in that GOAT conversation only yeah. because it's a generational thing. And I've talked to my, my dad about this before, but before Michael, you had, like, well, like way before, you had Bill Russell. Mm-hmm. Before then, you had Bird Magic. And then it went to Michael Jordan. After yeah. Michael, it went to Kobe. After Kobe, it went to LeBron. After LeBron, who is it going to be? Uh, Zion Williamson. <laughs> really? Zion, okay, because hang on, you have to really look at like when their career started. Because um, LeBron, he started his year, his career in 2003. So I'm looking possibly at maybe Giannis for the 2020s and then Zion for 2030s. But the thing is about that is LeBron had his. LeBron is still in his prime. Don't right, argue right. With that all day. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. He I, is. I feel like Zion isn't even in his prime yet. Oh no. So no. That's why I'm thinking 2030 for him because then he'll be like 28, 29 for that season. But do you think he'll stay in the league until then? LeBron with, with all the with no uh, Zion with all the injuries embedded in NBA through knee injuries and oh yeah torn ligaments whatever you think he can stay healthy and. Zion? Oh yeah, he can. Yeah, Zion Williamson play for ten more years. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I'm only asking this because this was his rookie season and he got hurt without the majority of the season. Hey, Joel Embiid, he got hurt his rookie year. Ben Simmons got hurt his rookie year. Okay, I, I like those. Uh, I like those connections. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I see you on that one. Um. Next topic, I believe we're talking a little bit about uh, MLB playoffs. Um, they got some good championship series going right now. Uh, we on do. The, on the verge of a couple sweeps in the championship series. I'm, I'm not on wood on something, you know. <laughs> Don't want to jinx it. But uh, Tampa Bay Rays won tonight, five to two. They are up two and zero in the series against the Houston Astros. I mean Astros. Um, <laughs> Braves beat the Dodgers in a wild 
game and Overton. Oh, that was a fun Whew. one. That was a fun game to watch. Um, the Braves are up 2-0 against the Dodgers. I feel like the Dodgers might be in some trouble. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Do you think... Yeah, because, I mean, they've they've choked every year the last, you know, like since 2013. They've won the division every year and have nothing to show for it. And then the Braves have played the Dodgers a lot over the years in these playoff series. So they know. They know Kershaw. Um, they they know uh, Urias. They faced him last year. Uh, they're, you know, they're getting to know Betts and uh, they know Seager. So they know all these guys and what their weaknesses are and what their strengths are. And, you know, I think they're really exploiting at, exploiting that this series. And then I think, I, I mean, the Dodgers, they'll win two more, but I think the Braves will take this in six. Okay. You're, you're going to stick to the Braves in, in six. Yep. Braves. The lights go out on you? Yeah, lights just went out. Wow. Oh, well. Braves in six, but okay. So I think, uh, yeah, talking a little bit about the Braves still. Um, I definitely agree with you. They are getting familiar with bets this year, uh, as they played them a lot. Um, they're like you said, they're familiar with all the guys: Monsi, Turner, Seager, mm-hmm. Bellinger, all of them. And so I think uh, scratching Clayton Kershaw in game two was a bad, bad move by Dave Roberts. Um, that's that's your one of your aces has been for yeah. years, and I I feel like that was I, like I don't know how to put it. I just feel like that was a bad move, bad managerial move. Um, but yeah, I I feel like the Braves are gonna go the way they're playing right now, dude. I could see them going in five. They're, they're yeah. just studded. But yeah, if I had to if I had to play it safe, I actually think I'm gonna. Kind of double you. I'm gonna say Braves in six. I know I said uh, in seven last time, but uh, mm-hmm. I think just the way that they're playing right now, man, they're hungry. They're hungry. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm gonna go Braves in six as well. Man, I can't wait for the Rays to sweep the Astros tomorrow. I will cry, rejoice, cry <laughs> again, rejoice, cry again, rejoice. Yeah. The only downside about the Astros not being in the World Series is that, like, the fans can't, like, because they're going to have fans at the World Series. They can't just give them them crap the whole game. Oh, I know. But Uh, but I think the ultimate uh, win on that is that they're watching it from their couches. Mm -hmm. You know, I definitely am very happy with that. Um, But, yeah, I would love to see the Rays sweep the Astros. That would be yeah. so happy. But what a what a year for Tampa sports. I know. We talked about yeah, yeah. Like they it's get crazy. Win the World Series. Or win the Stanley Cup. Have a shot to go to the World Series. Because like when has Tampa sports all been relevant at the same time? Because it's no Boston, no Philadelphia, no Los Angeles. That's not, I mean, they're kind of notorious for being bad all the time. How how good was how good were they in 2008, like Tampa sports? I know, I know in football they were nothing, but yeah, it was just the baseball squad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm, I'm gonna take if if I had to play it safe, I feel like the Rays will win one, 
Or I'm sorry, the Astros will win one, mm-hmm. but I can see the Rays in five. I would love to see the Rays in five. Oh, yeah. I mean, you yeah, know, it's they're not going to give up four straight wins in a row to a team that wasn't even 500 in the regular season. <laughs> Which, uh, how do, why the Astros are even in the playoffs, it's a complete joke, but, I mean, they're in it, so whatever. What do you see? What, uh, what predictions for that series? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I got the Rays closing it out tomorrow. Um, and then the the Braves, 6-4, or it's not, uh, uh, six games. Um, and then I think the World Series, um, I this is a tough one. That's going to be such a good World Series, the Rays, oh, the Rays and Braves. Because, I mean, it's like – Potentially. Potentially. Yeah, right, right. But still, like, the team just match up so well together. And it would be nice to see a team like the Rays that have, like, one of the lowest payrolls in baseball, um, you know, win it all. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So, they're still not in it yet. They still need to win one more game. But I think think they'll be all right. Yeah, I feel like the Braves are one win away from being one win away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, that, if that makes any sense to you, yeah. yeah. But uh, if I had to pick a World Series, I would love to see Rays and uh, Rays versus Braves. I think that's what the fans want as well. Um, you know, nobody likes an Astros Dodgers rematch. You know, that's, I think it's boring. You know. Yeah. But no, I would love. I to mean, see it Rays might be kind of cool to see like the Dodgers like avenge themselves against the Astros, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so potentially, if you can see the Rays and Braves in the World Series, how do you see that going? You see best of five, best of seven. Rays and Braves in the World Series. Because, like, you think about it, you're like, oh, they, they have the advantage at pitching. But you think about the Braves' bullpen. And you're like, well, the starters don't need to be perfect. And then you think about, oh, but look at the hitters for the or for the Rays. And then you're like, well, look at the hitters for Atlanta. So it, they match up really well, but based on the starting pitching for the Tampa Bay Rays, I got to go with Tampa Bay uh, in six. Hmm. Snell, Glasnow, um, Charlie Morton, experienced in the playoffs. Um that dude still don't know how to say his name. That rookie, he's just been amazing for Tampa Bay. Oh, his name is like Randy uh, something maybe. Oh, uh, a Rosarania. Yeah, a Rose, yeah. Rose. I can't say it, but yeah, a no, Rosarania. Yeah. What about you? Who you got? <laughs> so I I recently made a purchase today. Kind of like I showed that oh, to you. Yeah. I bought a uh, – I don't want to jinx anything, but I bought a Atlanta Braves jersey. The last time I bought a jersey before or during the World Series, that team won the World Series. Mm-hmm. But to my family down in Tampa, Tampa and seven. Ooh, Okay. Okay. I feel like it'll be another 2014 Giants Royals where the starter comes in to save the game. I can mm-hmm. see Blake Snell or Tyler Glasnow coming in the seventh inning, pitching three solid innings, and just closing <laughs> the door on 
on Acuna, Albies, and Freeman right there. Yeah. Okay. But That'd be cool to see. Tampa and seven. Tampa and seven. Tampa and seven. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll talk more cool. about that when, when the time is right. We're right. When, when we actually know who's in the World Series, we'll talk yeah. more about the World Series. Because there's oh, still yeah. awesome games to be played for the NLCS. Because um, the Dodgers, I mean, they made they almost came back and won uh, Tuesday Ooh, night. I know. It was crazy. Yeah. But uh, I believe Wednesday night, it's the, Dodger, or it's the Braves at Dodgers on Fox Sports 1. And – Raise the raising Astros on TBS if y'all care to tune in. But I think that's a I think that's all we have. So yeah. once again, uh, a word from our sponsor is brought to you by Connor's Computer Repair, the best rates in town, uh, best customer service, and they're always available to answer questions. And they've been actually a tremendous help to both Bo and I. Right. Uh, go have. check them out at connorscomputers.com. Let them know that rival pins you over. Say hey, and with hey, that, we before we, I gotta show something off. Cool. So this is for my boy Dak. This is a number fifteen Cowboys jersey that says Prescott on the back, and you're like, why? Why do you have a fifteen Prescott jersey? You know, and if you're listening on Spotify, you can't see it, but it says Prescott fifteen. Um, the reason why is because I watched Dak throughout uh, college when he played at Mississippi State. And then I told myself, I I mean, I was his biggest fan, right? And so I told myself right after he got drafted, I don't care what team it was, I was going to hop on the NFL shop and purchase a jersey. I didn't know what number he was going to be. So I just chose his college number, which was 15. So this is actually one of my favorite things that I have just because it's special. And it's proof that I'm not a bandwagon Cowboys fan. All right, that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, so with that being said, we'll send you off. But, guys, be sure to like, subscribe, share. It'll be posted on the bottom. Rivaled Sports Talk. We got the T-shirts, and we're, we're yeah, ready for it. T-shirt. So, yeah, like, subscribe, share. Rivaled Sports Talk. Peace. Adios.